Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hello and welcome to Enneagram and Coffee, the podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Case, and I am so happy to have coffee with you today. Oh man, am I excited to talk to you about stances today. There are all of these interesting connections between types on the Enneagram, and stances is one of my favorites. It's helped me to understand myself and the people in my life on this whole other level of nuance and intricacy that I didn't even know I was missing. So I'm just like over the moon excited. Before we get into like what a stance is, we kind of need to define our centers. So just in case you haven't listened to like the introduction to the Enneagram episode where we break down all of the different elements, um, I'm going to go through the centers with you now. So there are three centers of the Enneagram. There's head, heart, gut. Um, The heart is considered the feeling center. They struggle more with depression or shame. So these are types two, three, and four. Then we have head types who are the thinking center. They struggle more with anxiety or fear. These are types five, six, and seven. And then we have the gut types, which are the instinct center, and they struggle more with anger, types eight, nine, and one. In each center, there is one type that is repressed in either their feeling, thinking, or instinctual center. These types are called the assertive, compliant, and withdrawing types. So when your heart center is repressed, that's how we get our assertive stance. These types that have that heart center repressed are types three, seven, and eight. And these are the ones who are more likely to move against people or maybe fight for what they want and what they need. They're future oriented, quick to action, and they determine what they want and they take action to get it. When your thinking center is repressed, you fall into the compliant stance, so moving toward or giving in to other people. The compliant types are types six, two, and one. These types are present-oriented and take the action that they should take, like the right way to be. They look to the needs of others and they try to meet them. This stance is often most comfortable when they are given a clear role and a set of expectations to follow. And then when your instinctual center is repressed, you fall into the withdrawing stance. You're moving away from or keeping to yourself. And the withdrawing types are types four, five, and nine. These types are more oriented to the past and they're slower to take action and may struggle with prioritizing when to take action. When in need, this type tends to go off on their own to find their answer from the inside and they take that look inward for the things that they need. Now, I find knowing our stances to be incredibly helpful in a few separate ways. First of all, in our goals. So it helps us to really recognize what we tend to struggle with when it comes to meeting our goals or doing the things we want to do in our life. Assertive types tend to take quick action and they don't always think things through, right? Three, sevens, and eights are like quick to do the things they want to do. They don't fear being able to do it or not being able to do it. But sometimes when you take quick action, you get into the moment and then you have to reevaluate once you're already in the thick of it. Then the compliant types 
they look outward for approval. So they're looking for someone to say like, this is what you should do. This is how you should be. This is the right way to be blank. And so they're kind of wanting to find the role that they need to fit into. So when it comes to goals, they're kind of looking for, you know, which is the right way to approach goals, which is the right way to do the things I want to do in my life. And then we have our withdrawing types. And these types can get more caught up into overthinking and procrastination. They may be a little bit less action forward, more, you know, trying to solve the problems in their head and um, slow to take action. So when it comes to doing things you want to do in your life, then they may struggle more with the action piece of the puzzle. The second area in which I think it's helpful to know your stance is in your boundaries, <laughs> boundary setting and how to do it well. For the assertive types, it's really about softening the edges on these boundaries, like being more gracious in them, being more forgiving, allowing boundaries to be set gently and communicate them well. For compliant types, I I wrote down in my notes, like set some. (laughs) The work is really in setting some boundaries, getting clear about what those boundaries are because our six twos and our ones feel like they're supposed to show up for people. And there's a lot of pressure to be what you need to be for people, what people want you to be. And so you really have to kind of evaluate where the resentment lives and set the boundaries that you need. And then our withdrawing types when it comes to boundaries, they're going to just take their boundaries and not communicate them. So maybe our type fives have no problem going to get there a long time, but they might not tell anyone where they're going. And that that's kind of the deal is, yes, your boundaries are fine, but just make sure you're communicating with the people in your life. Be upfront about those boundaries. Don't just kind of quietly take what you want and need. Be openly communicative about them. When we think about using stances in our growth journey, we really can think about balancing out our centers intentionally. For our assertive types, it's about supporting yourself by getting into your feelings. Most of us have to slow down, be present, get into our bodies, acknowledge that we have a feeling and allow that feeling to move through us. For our compliant types, you can support yourself by not looking outward for answers, right? Um, So really enhancing that thinking center by trusting your intuition, trusting your own intellect, your own reasoning, and going inward when you have questions, when you need to make decisions, going back to yourself. And our withdrawing types can support themselves by taking actions on the things that you want or need. Really, you know, going, taking one, putting one foot in front of the other, taking one small step in the direction of what you want and what you need. So that's kind of my short synopsis of what our stances are and how they work and how they show up. So just as a refresher, our assertive types are the types three, seven, eight. They're future oriented, quick to action, and they move against people and fight for what they want and need. Our compliant types are type six, two, and one. They are um, focused on the needs of other people, moving toward other people when they're to get what they want and need. They're present oriented and they take the action that they should take. They want to find the role that they fit into and follow the expectations of that role. Then we have the withdrawing types, which are types four, five, and nine. They are past oriented, action repressed. And so they're focused more on moving away from people um, in order to get what they want and need from inside of themselves. 
And as a reminder, I now do early release and ad-free episodes over at Patreon. So for $5 a month, you get those ad-free episodes, bonus episode each week, and um, a monthly live call with me while that lasts. So go check it out, patreon.com slash Enneagram and Coffee, and um, I'll see you over there. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.